0: Hi, this is John Breyer with Mainly Matters and today I wanted to talk about what I'm seeing here in Maine. Um, Got up here a little over a week ago for our annual summer uh, trip to Maine. Uh, Sitting here right now in the screen house uh, overlooking McGrath Pond. Beautiful. Surrounded by woods. You can see the lake. It's a hot day today. It's going to be in the 90s but Always great to get back to Maine. Always great to uh, connect with nature and and just uh, enjoy the beauty that that Maine has to offer. But one of the things I noticed this time up was the just absolute um, inability that any of the businesses that that I interact with um, have to have employees. It's um, it's quite stunning to see after coming from uh, Florida, where we've been most of the last year, and I just wanted to talk about that a little bit, because literally, you know, the government uh, is paying paying people the unemployment um, unlimited amount of time, and then they're paying the $300 a week on top of that, and That here in Maine has made it virtually impossible for any business to get employees. We pulled into town uh, after driving for a few days up from Pensacola, Florida. And one of the things we were looking forward to um, that we didn't get to do last summer because they were closed due to COVID was to stop into the Early Bird. It's a little restaurant in Oakland, Maine. It's been here for years and years and years. I used to go to it when I was a a young, young child and uh, lines out the door, just, you know, breakfast and lunch only, just a great place, um, know the owners, you, you see the same people working in there year after year and um, so we, we pulled into town before we even got to our house and we, we went in and it was open, you know, first time in in almost two years and uh, there was still not that many people and the tables were still spaced apart. Um, not not 100% capacity in terms of seating. And I, I chatted with the owner for a few minutes, said hello, and, and asked them, uh, you know, why they weren't at full capacity. I'd heard that they could be. And, you know, coming from Florida where the restaurants had been full capacity for, oh, you know, six, seven, eight months, 100% capacity, it was, it was kind of startling to see a restaurant with uh, – Tables spaced apart and and whatnot. And uh, the owner told me it wasn't because of uh, COVID. It was because they couldn't get any waitresses. They didn't have enough staff to serve more people than they had tables. So that was my first taste of seeing what was going on here. Um, Finished finished lunch and literally went right across the street to Mainly Docks, a great local company, Family-owned and operated. Uh, they do custom docks. Um, a lot of lakes in Maine, and uh, they, they do great work. Highly recommend them. By the way, if you have any custom dock work that you need, just uh, give them a call and ask for Sean. They can literally build anything, um, weld it, build it, you dream it, they can make it. Anyways, um, you know they uh, put built my dock, and um, for the last few years they've been putting in. My dock and um, and my father's dock. We actually have three docks that they would put in at the beginning of the summer and then take out at the end of the season for winter. This year, it took uh, took them several weeks uh, to get our docks in past the normal time. And and when I walked over and I was talking with Sean and his brother, they were telling me they have no help. They can't they can't get help. Um, they have to literally, you know, look around and try to find someone they know that wants to make a few extra dollars to help them install docks, and they just weren't able to get the docks in uh, this year like they normally do because no one wants to work. So that was that was all within the first 15 minutes of, uh, or, you know, first hour of being in town. You know, and since then, we've been here about a little over a week, like I said. The corner store, downtown Oakland, again, something that's been there for 40 years, uh, busy all the time, make you know making money every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, while well, they're probably closed on Christmas and whatnot. But just a, a very uh, integral part of the community. They um, do pizzas, they make subs, they have you know convenience store things like milk, eggs, bread. Um, just always busy, always busy, and right away you notice the sign closed on Sundays. And Sundays in Maine in the summer, that's a busy day. They literally can't open one day a week because they need to give the people that they do have working there a day off. So that was another example to me of like, wow, I've never seen the corner store not open on a Sunday in over 40 years of coming to Maine. That place has always been open. Another thing we do, my daughter goes to summer camp up here. It's her fifth year in a row going to Camp Tracy. And every morning before we drop her take when I have taken her to camp, we always stop at DNL Variety, little convenience store, uh, gas station. It's, it's a country store. Um, it's about uh, three miles from our house and it's on the way to Camp Tracy. So stopped into DNL, uh, talked to the owners. They were there. They said hello. They, re, they, they remember us. Told me they had just been out straight all winter. Uh, couldn't find any help. People, uh, they, they just had to do it themselves. They were really tired and they went on, you know, and talked to me in front of customers for a good 10 minutes about how just disappointed they were in the fact that they couldn't find anyone that wanted to work. So, Again, another example of something that, that I'm used to uh, doing personally, where it was, you know, right there, front and center, that they couldn't get get work, get help. You know, people that wanted to work. Another example here that on, on Kennedy Memorial Drive, when you're coming down into uh, town, is a place called the Green Spot. Another place that's been there for well over 30 years maybe 35. It's a little um, produce stand. It's a building, and they they do only open in the summer. Um, you know, spring and summer, I think a little bit in the fall, but they close for the winter. But they're always open. They didn't open last year because of COVID last summer, but fully expected to see them open this summer. And no, they're closed. Um, they do a booming business. They make pies. They sell lobster. They have all types of fresh fruits and vegetables. And it's it's right on Kennedy Memorial Drive, which is the main... Uh, access to the highway and the main road um, through Waterville and Oakland. So they're closed. Governors. Anyone that uh, lives in Maine knows Governor's Restaurant. Well, Governor's is iconic. They, they've been around I, over 50 years. They've got multiple locations. They know how to run a restaurant. Great food, uh, good prices, You know, all, a very diverse menu. And um, I went into there to get lunch by myself uh walked up and the lady was, had, was out front and, uh, and she asked me how many i said one and she said okay please have a seat i said where she said over there there was a little tent outside i said i can't go in she said not till we call your name and i asked her i said are you open 100 percent capacity she said no not 100 percent i said okay sat down waited about 10 minutes um little over 10 minutes, she called my name, I went in, sat down, I could see they were about uh, a little over, looked to me like they were seating a little over half of their seats. Waitress came over, took my order, I just ordered uh, some haddock chowder and some onion rings, they make great onion rings, handmade, and an unsweet tea. Took her 37 minutes to bring me my food, and again, I only ordered a a bowl of haddock chowder, which they already have pre-made, I would assume. And some onion rings and my drink. And she brought it over, and I, I told her, I said, thank you. And I, I let her know that I'd now been spent almost an hour between waiting outside and uh, waiting uh, for my food. And uh, very nice waitress. We talked for a few minutes, and she told me it's because they have no help. That's why they're not at full capacity. They can't find enough people, and the kitchen's slow because they don't have people there. She actually told me they had two people that week who went on their breaks and just never came back just walked off the job so um again you know an operation like governor's people make good money there they know how to run a business and they're affected to the to the point that it takes me an hour of my time to get uh, some food so you know it's just happening everywhere um There's the McDonald's here, the local McDonald's right outside of Colby College, one of the uh, fantastic schools that's just uh, invested hundreds of millions of dollars into the community and into their campus. There's a McDonald's right right near them. $600 signing bonus on the sign. $14 an hour to start. $600 signing bonus. They can't get employees. Bath Iron Works. Iconic shipbuilder for the U.S. Navy. Um, just, you know, been building ships for decades, uh, battleships, complicated ships. They get contracts from the Navy to build amazing ships that that we use uh, to protect our country. Some of the highest-paying jobs in Maine, welders, people with trades. um, Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of employees. They can't find workers. I actually heard an ad two months ago in Pensacola, Florida on the local radio station. I was bringing my daughter to school, and there was an ad in Pensacola, Florida, Bath Ironworks in Bath Maine, looking for employer and, and looking for people to work. The ad went on to say that they would pay your relocation fees to come to Maine that you didn't have to have a skill or a trade. They would they would train you. And I just found that stunning. And now looking back at it, I mean, if Bath Ironworks can't find people that want to work at Bath Ironworks and they're offering to train you, you don't even have to have the, the trade, high paying jobs with full benefits. It's just startling to me what, what's happened up here. So You know, you've got Maine, which is a relatively small state in terms of population. And, you know, where I've been in Florida, some of this, uh, I guess it's just hidden. There's more people. And so there's, you're not seeing businesses that don't have workers. But up here, it's every business that I've interacted with personally does not have staff. So you've got the government here that's paying people their unemployment and $300 a week additional, tax-free, I believe, uh, to sit home. And none of these people will work. It's that bad. And to me, that's just a glaring example that that type of policy um, is just not the way to go. I mean, it's so bad here that uh, Governor Mills announced a couple of weeks ago She's offering people fifteen hundred dollars from the state, from taxpayer dollars, if they'll come back to work. I believe it was by July 1st. You you had to be on unemployment by June 23rd, and take a job by July 1st. And if you stayed at that job for eight weeks, the state will give you an additional fifteen hundred dollars. So let's think about that for a second. The state, the government, has destroyed the work ethic of people by paying them to sit home and not work. And now they want to take more taxpayer dollars and pay those same people, basically bribing them, to take a job that they can quit after eight weeks. But it's so bad, and none of the businesses up here can get their summer help, and they rely on tourism, and um, they need employees, that the government's actually paying people to stop taking money from the government to sit home and do nothing as long as they'll work for two months. It's unbelievable. I mean, I was in uh, Russia back in the mid-'90s, way out in the middle of Siberia in a city called Novosibirsk. Big city, six million people. And I remember even then um, there were still signs of uh, communism. And there was... Still signs like there was a building we were in and and there was employees from the factory across the the way. And uh, they would come um, a a certain day per month or it might have been every couple of weeks. And they would get some of their pay in goods. Uh, They had toilet paper. I remember that. (laughs) They had light bulbs. Uh, They had vodka. And that was one of the ways of paying the workers was with Items that they wanted or needed. And, you know, in that case, uh, example, at least people were working. It's terrible, of course, um, but they were working in order to get the things. Here, they're just paying people to sit home. They're actually paying them and incentivizing them to not work. And I think it's terrible. Um, and it, I, it's never been so glaring as what I'm seeing here. Uh, in central Maine with with virtually, uh, I mean, every small business that I know of. Uh, one of my good friends, uh, Jack Mosier, he was uh, trying to get uh, his motor, a boat motor worked on for a friend, a uh, friend of his, friend of ours, who was stationed in Korea for a couple years, was coming back, um, and, and Jack wanted to get his boat ready for him. So he had to uh, find a technician who could just simply – you know, work on an Evinrude engine, just uh, dewinterize it, and you know, change the oil and and check it, and that sort of thing. Couldn't find a single person in Central Maine that would work on an Evinrude engine. Had to find someone down in Portland, uh, almost two hours away from uh, where Jack lives, to work on the boat. On the motor, Evernoid, major brand. Not a single technician that can do it. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just really startling what, what we're seeing um, up here. What I'm seeing, I think I think it's a, really a, an example of just what not to do. Um, the states that have ended these handouts, that have cut back these additional three hundred dollars uh, a week um, on top of traditional unemployment. The reports that we're seeing all over the news are that those states are rapidly filling uh, jobs that are needed, but the states that continue to do the handouts are seeing people not work. So you know, hopefully Maine will um, realize that this is just not the right thing to do and, and make some changes quickly because you're also teaching people, you're conditioning them to just sit home and 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 live off the government and 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 de de-motivating them to have work ethic and to want to get ahead it's just uh, a recipe for disaster in my opinion and and i'm seeing it here uh great to be here you know maine is uh spectacular um uh, beautiful and um definitely definitely happy to be here and, and to and to be able to go into those businesses, even even though they're limited, and see the people that are running them and operating them, and uh, but I definitely you know feel the pain in their in their voices and and see what they're going through and and what people here are going through. So that's my opinion. I think the state needs to stop paying people to sit home. Um, you know, get things open fully. Um, follow the Florida model. Florida's been. Wildly successful, wildly successful. The economy in Florida right now, I read on Forbes, is 1% ahead of where it was before COVID. And Governor DeSantis down there, he opened Florida up, you know, as we all know, many months ago. My daughter finished second grade. She went to school every single day last year, didn't miss a day, perfect attendance. Uh, No tardies, very proud of her, in the classroom, Um, no virtual. Everything's open down there. Everything has been open. Youth sports tournaments participated in many of those over the last 10 months. Uh, just everything's normal and, and has been. And, and uh, the published statistics that I saw on the COVID rates, uh, both um, you know, the per capita um, c- infections and, and then the um, uh, deaths as well, were below for florida were below the averages seen in california and new york uh, which were locked down completely locked down some some many examples still are california is still extremely restrictive um maine Maine started easing up maine was completely locked down as everyone in maine knows uh (laughs) they just a couple weeks ago started letting people you know go into restaurants and and whatnot but um but yeah, I just think it's it's a terrible example and it's right in your face here. If, if if you're in Maine or you own a small business in Maine or you're interacting with a small business that doesn't have employees, you can't get the things you want, you can't get things done, uh, that's a message. That's a clear clear indicator that paying people to sit home and not work is a very destructive force, in my opinion. Um, I'm not talking about traditional unemployment. Of course, we need unemployment and we need safety nets and, and and things happen and, and you have to be able to, to handle that and help people out um, whenever they need it. But to actually you know, come up with a framework and a plan that we're going to just literally motivate able working bodied people that have jobs to quit their jobs or not take a job to just sit home and make more money than they would if they were working. It's just a terrible... Terrible thing, and I hope that uh, hope it ends here soon. And I just wanted to share that uh, story with you, and that's it. So thanks for stopping by. This is John Breyer with Mainly Matters, and we'll be back soon with uh, another episode.